हरि जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जनवल्लभ गिरिवरधारी 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 यशोदनंदन ब्रज जनरंजना यशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजना यमुना तेरा बनाचारी यमुना तेरा बनाचारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जनवल्लभ गिरिवरधारी गोपी जनवल्लभ गिरिवरधारी यशोदानंदन ब्रज जनरंजना यशोदानंदना यशोदानंदना ब्रज जनरंजना यशोदानंदना यमुना तेरा यमुना तेरा बनचारे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे रामा हरे रामा राम रामा 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे राम रामा हरे हरे जयो राधा वल्लभ राधा वल्लभ श्री राधे
जयो कृष्ण बलराम कृष्ण बलराम कृष्ण बलराम जयो कृष्ण बलराम जयो राधे श्याम राधे श्याम ललिता विशाखादी राधे श्याम जयो जगन्नाथ जगन्नाथ बलदेवा जयो सुभद्रा बलदेवा जयो सुभद्रा जयो गौरनिताय 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 जयो गौरानिताय जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि प्रभुपाद की जाय जयम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रजकाचार्य अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमद हिस्टवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जाय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जाय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जाय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे All glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees All glories all glories to Shishi Guru and Gauranga all glories to his divine grace Shila Prabhupad Shila Prabhupad ki jai <clears throat> Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय वासुदेवा नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुधीर 
नष्टप्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यं भागवत सेवया भगवतिरुत्तमश्लोके भक्तिर्भवति नैष्टुकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाय देवकीनंदनाय च नंदगोपकुमाराय गोविंदाय नमो नमः Hare Krishna, welcome all of you for today's discussion of Srimad Bhagavatam. We are reading from Canto 7, Chapter 9, titled as Prahlada pacifies the Lord with his prayers. We are reading from verse number 24. Tasma <clears throat> Ayushriyam vibhava maindriyam avirinchyat Nechhamite bilulitanu rikram uruvikramena Nechhamite bilulitanu rikramena Kālātmanopanayamām nijabhritya pārśvam Tasmādamūstanubhritāmahamāśiṣogna Āyushriyam vipavamaindriyamāvirinchyāt Nechamite vilulitanu ruvikramena Kalatmano panayamam nijabhritya parshvam Tasmadamustanu britamahamashishogna Ayushriyam vibhavamaindriyam avirinchyat Nechamite vilulitanuru vikramena Kalatmanopanayamam nijabhritya parshvam Ruvikramena, 
opulences tanubhritam with reference to living entities possessing material bodies aham i ashishah agnaha knowing well the results of such benedictions ayuhu a long duration of life shriyam material opulences vibhavam influence and glories aindriyam all meant for sense gratification avirinchyat beginning from lord brahma down to the small ant na not ichhami i want te by you vilulitan subject to be finished uru vikramena who are extremely powerful kala atmana as the master of the time factor upanaya kindly take to mam me nijabhritya parshvam the association of your faithful servant your devotee translation and purport by his divine grace shila propad shila propad ki jai translation my dear lord now i have complete experience concerning the worldly opulence mystic power longevity and other material pleasures enjoyed by all living entities from lord brahma down to the ant as powerful time you destroy them all therefore because of my experience i do not wish to possess them my dear lord 
I request you to place me in touch with your pure devotee and let me serve him as a sincere servant. Purport By studying Srimad Bhagavatam, every intelligent man can get experience like that of Prahlada Maharaja through the historical incidents mentioned in this great literature of spiritual knowledge. By following in the footsteps of Prahlada Maharaja, one should gain thorough experience that all material opulence is perishable at every moment. Even this body for which we try to acquire so many sensual pleasures may perish at any time. The soul, however, is eternal. Nahanyate hanyamane sharire. The soul is never vanquished even when the body is destroyed. An intelligent man, therefore, should care for the happiness of the spirit soul, not the body. Even if one receives a body with a long duration of life, like those of Lord Brahma and other great demigods, it will also be destroyed. And therefore, an intelligent man should be concerned with the imperishable spirit soul. To save oneself, one must take shelter of a pure devotee. Narottama Dasa Thakura therefore says, Chadiya Vaishnava Seva Nistara Paye Chekeba. If one wants to save himself from material nature's onslaughts which arise because of the material body, one must become Krishna conscious and try to fully understand Krishna. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita 4.9, Janma karma cha me divyam evam yo vetti tattvataha One should understand Krishna in truth and this one can do only by serving a pure devotee. Thus Prahlada Maharaja prays that Lord Nishingadeva place him in touch with a pure devotee and servant instead of awarding him material opulence. Every intelligent man within this material world must follow Prahlada Maharaja. Mahajano Yenagatasapanthaha. Prahlada Maharaja did not want to enjoy the estate left by his father, rather, he wanted to become a servant of the servant of the Lord. The illusory human civilization that perpetually endeavors for happiness through material advancement is rejected by Prahlad Maharaja and those who strictly follow in his footsteps. There are different kinds of material opulence known technically as bhukti, mukti and siddhi. Bhukti refers to being situated in a very good position, like a position while the demigods in the higher planets, with the demigods in the higher planet, planetary systems, where one can enjoy material sense gratification to the greatest extent. Mukti refers to being disgusted with material advancement and thus desiring to become one with the Supreme. Siddhi refers to executing severe type of meditations like that of the yogis to attain eight kinds of perfection, anima, laghima, mahima, etc. All who desire some material advancement through bhukti, mukti or siddhi are punishable in due course of time and they return to material activities. Prahlada Maharaja rejected them all. He simply wanted to engage as an apprentice under the guidance of a pure devotee. Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakhaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha 
श्री चैतन्य मनोभिष्टम स्थापितम ये नभूतले स्वयं रूपकदामहियम ददातिस्वपदांतिकम वंदे हम श्री गुरो श्री पदकमलम श्री गुरून वैष्णवाम्चीपम सागृजातम सहगण रघुनाता तम सजीव साद्वैत सवधूत परिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यादेवराधाकृष्णपदलिता श्री विशाखाता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी ऋषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रियकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभो निनंद श्रीअद्वैता गदाधरा श्रीवास आदिगौरभक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे यम प्रव्रजतमुपेतमुपेतम दैपायन विरह कातर आजुहावा पुत्रे तन्मयतया तरवोने स्थम सर्वूतहृद मुनिमानस्मी Hare Krishna. So welcome all of you again to this wonderful discussion of prayers of Prahlad Maharaj. <clears throat> this verse is a continuation from the previous verse, twenty-three, which we heard yesterday. It was Manmohan Prabhu, isn't it? Manmohan Prabhu gave the class yesterday. So it's a follow-up from the previous verse. Many times in the scriptures, Vyasadev teaches us many lessons. Actually, especially in Shrimad Bhagavatam, he teaches us deep philosophy through a five-year-old boy. Now he's used Trilad Maharaj to teach this philosophy. Sometimes he uses an elephant, like Gajendra. So, like that in the scriptures, and there's also a mention of one one story in Mahabharata where a person dejected in life is planning to commit suicide. so he's walking up the mountain and then he meets a fox then the fox tells 
asks him, what are you doing? And the, the guy says, I'm committing suicide because I'm dejected in life. And the fox says, why? Did you know you have two hands and I don't even have hands? Did you know you have a mouth and you can speak and I don't even have a mouth to speak? Did you know you can eat with your hands that I don't even have hands to eat with? So I'm in such an abominable condition and I'm not thinking and contemplating of suicide. Why are you thinking of suicide? So he's using a fox to preach to this human. So sometimes it's inconceivable how Vyasadev tries to teach us lessons. These are very exalted lessons and here it's a, a mere five-year-old boy who is preaching to us, who is given, giving this glorious prayers and even at the age of five, he is actually one of the Mahajans, the twelve Mahajans that Bhagavatam glorifies us. In this verse, in 24 that we are reading, Prabhupada writes the translation, Tasmad amustanubhritam aham ashisho agna Here, Prabhupada writes, My dear Lord, now I have complete experience concerning the worldly opulence. If you see the words here, there is in the word-to-word -word translation, you will not see a word called complete experience. Prabhupada is getting it from the previous verse. In the previous verse, Prahlad Maharaj had said, Drishta mayad vibhokila dishnya panam. Drishta, drishtaha means I saw, I have seen, I have seen my father. So therefore I have complete complete experience. Um, Drishtaha doesn't only mean that he's seen it with his eyes, Drishtaha means he's assimilated it, he's understood it with his experience. So, that is where the complete experience is coming from. So, Prahlad Maharaj is speaking that, now I have complete experience of what reality is, so therefore give me this, this is what he's asking here. So, in this verse, Prahlad Maharaj, in the previous verse of course he had seen how the Devatas are so exalted, and then his father was even more exalted, he's, he, he, he destroyed all the devatas and he was so powerful but ultimately even his father was destroyed. So he's seen that no matter how powerful one is, how opulent one is, all of this will eventually be destroyed. This is the reality of this material world. So therefore, I have seen these opulences. Amuhu, in this words, Amuhu is all these opulences. What are these opulences? They are tanubhritam. Tanubhritam means these are the opulences concerning to those who have material bodies. Uh, with reference to living entities possessing material bodies. Ashishah agnaham. Tanubhritam. See any opulence, Prahlad Maharaj is highlighting Opulence, we have to ask what type of opulence? Opulence that which is temporary or opulence that which is permanent? And in fact, opulence that which is temporary is not even considered as an opulence because it's temporary. So here, Prahlad Maharaj is saying, I have seen these opulences, I have experienced that these opulences, what are they? He lists them also in this verse. He lists them as mystic power, Opulence, such as mystic power, longevity and other material powers, you see. Ayuhu Shriyam Vibhavam, Aindriyam Avirinchyat. Um, so, with his complete experience, he is assimilating it. How is he assimilating? Ayuhu. He has seen that the Devatas live a long life. 
and then his father did thousands of years of tapasya. He's seen that he's also, he, he also knows about Lord Brahmaji. Lord Brahmaji is who? To Prahlad Maharaj? Huh? Grandfather? Great-grandfather, Kashyapa's, Kashyapa's father. So he's seen, Brahmaji has a long life. So does the Devatas, so does Hiranyakashipu, but ultimately his life was finished by the Lord. So, I don't, these opulences are related to the body, so therefore they will perish one day. Shriyam, material opulences, both Devatas and Hiranyakashipu was very rich, they had lot of opulences. In fact, in the previous verse, he actually says, just by Hiranyakashipu raising an eyebrow, the Devatas were destroyed. Because the devatas were afraid of Hiranyakashipu. If he raises his eyebrows, the devatas will get vanquished. So powerful he was, and yet this person was destroyed. So, Shriyam and Vibhavam. Hiranyakashipu was so famous, actually. Um, he was spreading his own, he was marketing his own fame. It is said, uh, I think Arjun Saka Prabhu or Manmohan Prabhu saying, he had installed deities. All temples had Hiranyakashipu's deities. There were worship of Hiranyakashipu happening. So he had modified the scriptures to worship Hiranyakashipu. So he was, in one sense, quite famous actually. And yet that Vibhavam was destroyed. Why? Because these opulences are related to the senses. And we as the Jiva are not the senses. Um, so therefore, Tanubhritam, Amuhu Tanubhritam, this is very um, temporary, therefore it will be finished by Kala Atmana. So ultimately you in the form of time, my dear, my dear Lord, you will finish it. Kala Atmana, Uru, uru Vikramena, Vilulitan, Na Ichami. So therefore I don't desire such opulences, my dear Lord. But what do I then desire? Maam, in the last verse, in the last line of the verse, Maam, Upanaya, Upanaya means we, we discussed in the last session, Upanayanam, you see Upanayanam comes from this word, Upanaya means take me closer to, Upanayanam is where when the Guru comes and takes, the, takes his disciple and gives him Gayatri, that is Upanayanam, Upanayanam means to, he takes him closer to the Lord. So, Maam Upanaya, where to? Nijabhritya Parshvam. It's a very interesting verse because Prahlad Maharaj is seeing the Lord. He's seeing the Lord. He's, he's, in fa he's facing the Lord. And what is he asking? He's not saying, Oh my dear Lord, let me come with you. He did not ask that. He did not say, Let me be engaged in your service all the time. But what is very interesting, although he's seeing the Lord face to face, he's saying, I don't want all these material opulences, but I want the constant association. Upanaya, Maam Upanaya, Nijabhritya. Nijabhritya Parshvam. Parshvam means the dear servant of the Lord. So I want your Nija. Nija means personal. Nija means personal servant. Nijabhritya Parshvam. I want an association. Take me closer to one of your devotees. That is what he's asking to the Lord. He's not asking the Lord, take me closer to you. He's asking, now, you, now that I have seen you, give me the association of your devotee. So can you, I mean, it's quite interesting where Prahlad Maharaj is positioning the devotee when compared to the Lord. He's actually in one sense saying, yeah, I, I'm seeing you, my Lord, but actually I want your devotee's association. It's quite interesting. Something to contemplate on uh, uh, quite deeply. So Prabhupada writes that this is the intelligence of Prahlad Maharaj. Prahlad Maharaj has seen it all. As we saw in the nectar of, uh, as we read in the nectar of instruction, 
Prahlad, uh, Prabhupada writes in the purport, there are various learning styles, you know, how you can learn certain things. In fact, I was uh, researching yesterday because of this. In fact, even in the, uh, in the field of pedagogy, pedagogy or pedagogy, I don't know what it's called as, but in terms of learning, there are predominantly three types of learning model, they call it as, it's called as VARK model, V-A-R-K. VARK, V-A is, v is visual, A is auditory, and R is reading and writing, and K is kinesiology or something like that. Visual means learning by seeing, auditory means learning by hearing, and kinesiology means, kines, uh, I don't know the word, it's kinesthetic, it's kinesthetic learning, means learning by doing, <laughs> basically. And Prabhupada discusses this in the Nectar of Instruction, that the most intelligent is the one who learns by just hearing. He hears it once, and he knows it. He knows it, he doesn't have to see it physically, you see, or apparently. And a little more lesser intelligent is a person who sees it, who cannot understand by hearing, he has to see it. He's a visual learner, it, they say. And the third one is, he hears it, he sees it, but un unless he does it, he will never realize it. So he's the kinesthetic person. So he, that's the third type of learning. And of course, they also put another learning called reading and writing, which is the are related there. So there are four types of learning. And in this case, what are we, what are we doing right now? What type of learning are we trying to do? Huh? We are doing hearing and reading, of course. We are taking Prabhupada's association by reading Prabhupada's books and at the same time hearing as well. So we are doing both types of learning styles actually. And um, so lot is expected out of reading from Prahlad Maharaj's um, lessons here. What is interesting is, if you see human endeavor all around the world, starting from the tiniest ant to us as the modern humans, everybody is endeavoring hard for what? For what, what are we endeavoring hard? Everybody is working hard. 24 bar 7, they are engaged, very busy. I remember in the lockdown uh, during the COVID times, it was said as a lockdown, but if you go and see the streets, there were a lot of vehicles moving around. I, I used to wonder where, where are these, where are the people going? From point A to point B, they have to go to do something, right? So I was wondering, what are they doing? It's lockdown, so why are they moving? Why so much movement of population? So they can't stay at one place. So Jiva is dynamic, but starting from the ant, you see, when the sun comes out, you'll see how the ants come out of the ground, and they are very busy doing something. And then up to the humans, they're all very busy, just that the ant moves on its own and the humans move in the cars. But the human thinks I'm advanced. The ant also is thinking I'm advanced. So this conception of endeavoring, the conception of pursuing in this material world is rampant, no matter what species we look at. And what is this? This is, this is called material advancement. The ant also is thinking, I'm advancing. Um, I was... I was finding out a documentary to uh, show it to the students about the ant world. Have you seen an ant hill under the ground? How many of you have seen an ant hill? There's an interesting video where they, they, they put a cast, they filled, they filled it with cement, actually quick drying cement under an ant hill. And they found the ant hill was almost 20 meters wide inside the ground. And it had highways, freeways, it had storage chambers, it had recreation facilities, 
it had everything and, and it, it was like a small city actually built the, the ant had built and they had pathway pathways how the worker ant should go where it should be served how the children how the egg should be laid it's all designed who gave them that intelligence you see and now take a camera back and see how we settle down in cities we have freeways uh, we have markets people earn money and we go we buy stuff and we eat and we think we are enjoying this whole concept of material advancement is 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 quite deep down into the consciousness huh? but even though humans have advanced so much today to wash dishes there is a button you press the button the machine will wash the dishes you press a button the machine will wash the clothes you press a button uh, the the vacuum cleaner vacuums nowadays it's auto vacuum cleaner there is a robot which vacuum there was a big discussion in my friend circle and among the colleagues that who has the best vacuum cleaner one person said i have a robotic vacuum cleaner i continue to watch tv while my robot so when sometimes we have meetings we hear oh we hear this noise and say, where is that noise coming oh sorry it's my vacuum cleaner which is coming in my room so i will go and shut it down so this guy runs out of the meeting hall and shuts it off and then the discussion goes completely from work towards vacuum cleaners now and there's another friend another colleague he says you know what i have another vacuum cleaner which cleans which not only cleans but goes and empties itself said so, wow then everybody became very wow it empties itself then i said who's going to empty that bin uh that i have to do it but i have to do it once in 10 days oh very nice uh, but i'll wait until another robot is designed where another robot will come and empty that particular bin and then another robot will come and empty that another particular bin you know so this pursuit of enjoyment is intrinsic into this living entity but no matter how advanced we become we are not getting satisfied there is no limit to it but they think yes we are advancing one day we will reach the pinnacle of satisfaction um when i was young my father had a close friend he was a family doctor for us he he used to tell very interesting facts actually uh, and uh, he was a government doctor so he used to work in many places across the country he used to say how diseases for humans have traversed initially he gave he, i'll just quote an example he used to give women never used to have this uterus problem that problem this problem you know why vasu my my father's name is vasudev so he used to tell you know vasu why i i used to be young when i used to, when he used to say all that and it used, he used to he was a very oratory speaker and used to speak philosophy as well so he used to say do you know why because in olden days they used to wash the clothes you know washing there used to be dhobi you know the, the stone used to be i remember even in my backyard there used to be a big stone and they used to whip the clothes like this and then put it in a bucket and then whip the clothes and then they used to wipe the floor with your own hands bare hands kneeling down and wiping the floor he was saying that particular action worked out your waste it was as simple as that but now this portion of the body is not worked out at all for most person 99% of the humans so therefore the liver the kidneys all this part portion of the body is not worked out at all people don't bend people don't sit down and work these days cooking also used to be a sitting down it was never standing and cooking in the vedic they used to sit down and cook like this and they used to serve like this i remember 
my friend's house, they, uh, my um, wife's grandfather's house in the village, used to see the cooking used to be at this, the, the stove used to be here in a coal-fired stove. They used to cook and then serve on the right-hand side. They all used to be seated. So it's all changed. We don't fold, we don't bend like this, you see. So he used to say that modern inventions have only created more diseases than actually keeping us healthy. But then man will spend money to go to the gym and run, you see. So, like that. So, modern inventions have never, never given us any um, respite or any uh, relief from the material distress. In fact, modern inventions have complicated our life even more. So, therefore, Prahlad Maharaj is being very intelligent to say, I don't want it. I don't want this ayuhu. I don't want long life. Because what is the point in asking for long life when it is going to be destroyed anyways? When Mahabharata was happening, who was the oldest in there? Huh? Bhishma Dev, in fact. Veda Vyasa also was there, in fact. Parashurama also was there at that time. But of course, in among the Kaukuru dynasty, Bhishma Dev was the oldest. It is said that he was 700 plus years. He was Vridha. He was very old, actually. He was frail, but yet he was very strong. His body looked frail. So, Prahlad Maharaj is saying, I don't want, I don't want long life because I have seen, I have seen, um, Hiran, my father had practically a boon that he should not die. He will not die and yet he died. So therefore, any benediction like this, I don't want it. Because this is intelligence. This is intelligence. To say, why I have to run behind this? And then Shriyam. Shriyam means material opulence. Shriyam and Vibhavam. It's quite interesting because in this material world, all everyone is hankering is for an opulence related to the five senses only. What are these five or ten senses? You see, these ten senses. Five, five panchendra gnanendriyas and five motor senses. Five knowledge acquiring senses and five motor senses. Legs, hands. Huh? Some, some person will say, um, I'm eating in a gold plate. And some person will say, I'm eating in a banana leaf. Is there a difference? It's practically no difference because that eating, that eating also, we are eating matter. You see, rice is nothing but converted mud only. Mud converted into rice because when you grow rice, it is mud after all. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught this to his mother. He said, I am eating rice, I am eating mud. There is no difference, mother. Both is mud. Because for a jivatma, it is still matter. It is ultimately mud. Everything becomes mud in one sense. So when, when, the, when the jiva eats, what is eating? The body is eating and the body is evacuating. The jiva has nothing to do with this interaction. You see, the body is seeing and the mind is enjoying. So the mind, the senses are just the mediums, but the jiva thinks that I will get some happiness through these senses. Somehow or the other, I will become happy by engaging my senses into the sense objects. So all that is happening is the engagement between the object and the sense. And the mind is trying to take some pleasure. Now I put the rasgulla in my mouth, the tongue is tasting it, and the mind says, wow, so sweet, so bitter. And the mind is engaging. But the sweetness, the bitterness has nothing to do with the jivatma. Because the jiva is something different than the five elements of this material universe. But what's interesting, there is a book written by Miss Sam Robin. It's called Life in Five Senses. So in that book, she professes that 
if you are not aware of your senses you cannot be happy in this material world so become aware of your senses so the whole book is um, i'll tell you a line from that book it says why neglecting any of your five senses can hold you back from happiness so you have to become aware of your senses practically your body is to realize happiness so try to realize your body try to realize your senses is it true is it true what she is saying neglecting your five senses can hold you back from happiness so engage them is it true or false is it is true huh correct because what is interesting in today's day and age is people have become so jada so inert they are not even aware of what they are doing arjun sagar prabhu was saying right so one person was in the street and he was enacting yeah, as if to shoot i have seen in in india at least it happens the, here also most of the time the families are in front of the television and they are eating their dinner happens in front of the television and they are eating they do not know what they are eating they do not know how they are eating they do not know how much they are eating but they are seeing the tv and eating <laughs> so this is what's happening actually so i know many of my friends whose tv runs 24 bar 7 uh, they have timer and this person has a remote on his mobile he can switch off the tv remotely also and he was showing i can switch on my lights from my office you know see lights on lights off and he is so happy about it i was thinking what a sorry state of existence this person has man <laughs> so he so people are not even aware of their being so in one sense what this lady is writing is true first come first be aware of yourself be here be now be mindful that's what they call it as mindful be mindful of who you are and then it's not just being mindful of your senses and the sense object but be mindful of who you actually are that you are a, you are a, you are a jiva understood understand it you are a spirit not just this material sense so therefore this is what this is what has happened in today's uh, day and age people are not even aware uh this mobile this these devices are so dangerous we were in a very remote village in navadweep actually when we went to parikrama last year this was a very remote village and children there were sitting on the banks of Yam- ganga and they were on their de- everybody were on their device they were enjoying whatever videos they were looking so i was thinking these devices are the exploitative especially to the ignorant and the innocent very exploitative actually so we have to be very careful of uh, how to use these devices otherwise they will overtake us so that is why prahlad maharaj is saying too much material opulence i don't want i don't want any of this material opulences at all prabhupad classifies all of this material opulence in three big classification as what bhukti mukti and siddhi uh, bhukti means enjoying the senses uh, even the devatas are enjoying the senses and um, and there is an innate tendency to enjoy these senses why because every jiva wants to be happy 
and because he wants to be happy he thinks that by engaging the senses i will become happy so he is searching the thing in the wrong place that is what is happening he does not know how he has to be happy and that is what the scriptures the prayers of prahlad maharaj are teaching us actually but in fact our teaching chaitanya mahaprabhu came to teach us in his shikshashtakam uh, please repeat after me na dhanam na janam na sundarim कविता जगदीश कामे मम जन्मनी जन्मनीश्वरे भक्तिरहितुकी अहैतुकी चैतन्य महाप्रभु टॉटस दैट i don't want any bhukti i don't want any mukti ha na dhanam na janam then what na sundarim i don't have any kamaye jagadish kamaye all i want mama janmani janmanishware bhavatat bhakti rahaitu ki toy give me the association of you my dear lord this is what chaitanya mahaprabhu has taught us otherwise uh, bhukti is what everybody aspires we don't want bhukti we don't want siddhis also we don't want to become siddha and attain some mystic mystic powers we don't want it and why is mukti derided here why is even mukti rejected by us by devotees why why do the acharya say we don't even want mukti why is that ha huh? okay any anything else Yes so what is the root cause we are rejecting it Ha huh? Okay service to the lord because mukti there is still an inherent selfishness in that that i don't want anything material i don't want this material body huh? i want to get liberated from this material existence so here the center is still me i want to get liberated from this existence therefore our acharya says we don't even want mukti uh in the buddhist philosophy they talk they use of the word nirvana nirvana is a word that is used nirvana is basically nirbana in sanskritam bana means the body nirbana means to ha- to be without the body therefore buddhist says uh, they use the ghata kasha nyaya that once you exit out of the pot then you are one with everything so therefore you have attained attain nirbana therefore this is mukti this mukti is exactly what our acharyas derived we don't want such mukti we don't want where we become nirvana uh, and then adi shankara came and he proposed the philosophy of brahma nirvana it is just not becoming one with uh, which is just not negating the body but becoming one with the brahman that also is derided by uh, vaishnava philosophy because our our, des- our there is still an inherent selfish desire to become one with the lord or in one sense is an hidden agenda to become the lord so therefore even that is rejected so that mukti is rejected but in fact the our acharyas have said in the shrimad bhagavatam itself is said what is real mukti muktir hitvanyatha roopam swarupena vyavasthiti to exist in our original swarupa that is what is called mukti that mukti we want but not the mukti of just rejecting this material body and establishing ourselves so then what does prahlad maharaj want prahlad maharaj wants upanayamam nijabhritya parshvam prahlad maharaj is giving us a solution 
he does not want his father's kingdom he was a rich man in one sense so he would have said my father is dead now now i can enjoy all what he has left for me okay let's enjoy come on prabhat maharaj didn't do this thank you my dear nishingadev you can go now my father is die dead now so let me enjoy my life now thank you very much he did not say that you see he did not continue he did not finish oh finally my bhakti has given me fruit the lord has come does it sound similar sometimes you know when we chant you know you put the gart and put the bead back to the side and say finish with bhakti now let me enjoy material life prahlad maharaj did not do that now my bhakti is done narsingadev has come anyways or my job is done now thank you narsingadev hare krishna and then he did not start like that you see he's now praying he does he's he's saying he's not even asking the lord for his direct shelter he's saying nijabhritya parshvam upanaya nijabhritya parshvam so your association this particular thing that prahlad maharaj is asking is in rupa goswami's terms is the second stage of bhakti we know what is that what is the second stage in bhakti sadhu sanga you see bhajana kriya tatha sadhu sanga so this is the second stage of bhakti he is uh, praying for he is praying for sadhu sanga why does sadhu sanga become so important so important that he is asking it from the lord itself even though he is with the lord all the time it is quite interesting because this is very similar to what happened to uddhava in one sense krishna sent uddhava to where to vrindavan for what in one sense to pacify the gopis but there was also another hidden agenda what was the hidden agenda yeah go and take their association you are with me all the time uddhava true but you don't know gopis you go and take their association so and then when uddhava went went there you know what happened right so then he says i want to become your dust so that's how he takes so we all know as practitioners of bhakti association of devotees is important but a constant endeavor at least in my head is how to take this association that has been the biggest challenge how to take association is it just being with the devotee being taking association is it hearing a lecture association is it just coming asking a devotee to come home and serve him prasadam association what is association how do you take association so that i can really get benefited with that association that has been that has always been um, uh, in my mind actually in fact uh, prahlad maharaj i mean in bhagavata many places it is said one of the benefits of association is tato dussangham ustrijya satshu sajjeta buddhimam shanta evasya chindanti mano vyasangam ukti bihi um, this is from 112628 where it says one who is intelligent what should he do therefore he should reject all bad association and instead take up to the association of saintly tato dussangam ustrijya get rid of bad association satsu sajjeta santo evasya buddhiman so he is an intelligent person who takes association of devotees but what is the biggest benefit of taking association of devotees what is the what is the symptom of good association 
how do we understand that I am actually taking good association? What is the measure? Correct. And what is the means of the transformation? Okay, if I associate with the devotee, my heart will get transformed. But what is the process of that association? In form of what? What is the predominant devotional service that is good in the association of devotees? Huh? Yes, thank you Prabhuji. Krishna Katha, uh, Kapilamuni, actually, while glorifying devotional service, he tells this to his mother. He glorifies, please repeat after me, Satam Prasangan Mama Virya Samvido Bhavanti Hritkarna Rasayana Kataha Tajoshanadashvapavargavartmani Shraddharatir Bhaktiranukramishyati Kapilamun is saying Satam Prasangan Prasangik, you use this word in Hindi also. Prasangan means in the association. In the association of whom? Satam Prasangan Mama Virya Samvida. Samvadan. Samvadan of what? Mama Virya. Krishna is saying, when you are in the association of devotees, they are always discussing about my glories. Mama Virya. Very similar to verse 10.9. Machitta Madgata Prana. What happens when, the, when this is done? When we hear from pure devotees, when we are in the association of pure devotees, when, when we mean pure devotees, who are pure devotees? Who are pure devotees? Or how do we perceive who are pure devotees? Yes, also anyone apart from me is a pure devotee. <laughs> So if we consider that, then we are able to take. See, taking association means what? I should be able to take it. Taking means I should feel I don't have it. Then only I can take it. But if I in my mind think, I have everything. What can I take from him? If I approach with this mentality, I will not be able to take it. You know, what is taking? Taking means I am here and I am receiving it. So then I can take. But if I am already thinking I am full, full of ego, then I will not be able to take it. So that knowledge will not sink in. So, bhavanti hrit karna rasayana kataha. That kata will only act on my heart if I have the mood to take it. Otherwise, I might be associating with the best of the best and yet the purification might not happen because my heart is closed. So, that is what, then what happens when I open my heart, then tajoshanad ashva, very quickly, apavarga vartmani, then purification will happen. Uh, then, when that purification happens, then the result is shraddha, faith will improve, rati, rati means at attachment to the Lord and bhakti, anukramishyati, gradually they will it will develop. Then what is the symptom? I will have more desire to hear. I will have more desire to serve. I will have more desire to relish Krishna Kata. These are the symptoms. Then we know we are in good association. But if we are in association where my material desires are increasing, where I am thinking of a lot of material desires, I am getting desires of opulence, I am getting desires of appreciation, the three Ps, Puja, Pratishtha, Prashansa, 
these three Ps. If these three, three Ps are coming in my heart, then I know I'm in the wrong association. Or my heart is closed. I'm not taking the advantage of good association. Therefore, Prahlad Maharaj says we should take, we should take guidance from Prahlad Maharaj. So with this, we will just chant one more verse. It is a beautiful verse from Mukundamala Stotra where King Kulashekar Alwar is also requesting for association of devotees devotee. Please repeat after me. Majjan mana phalamidam madukaita bhare Madprarthaniya madanugraha esha eva Prarthaniya madanugraha esha eva Tvad bhritya bhritya paricharaka bhritya bhritya Charaka bhritya 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 iti maam smaralokanatha Krishekar Alvar is asking that I want to become Bhritya 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 seven times. He uses seven times Bhritya in this verse. So, this is the exact mood of Prahlad Maharaj also. I want to become the servant of your servant. Huh? Uh, this is the mood. Why? Because um, we don't want to directly become the servant of Radharani. That's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We are Gopi Pada Kamala Dasa 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 Anu Dasa. You see? Gopi Pada Kamala Bhartuhu Dasa 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 Anu Dasa. So, when we, this is also true in our parampara also. We take instructions from Prabhupada and the disciples of Prabhupada and the disciples' disciples of Prabhupada. So, when we associate in this mood, then that association purifies our heart. And therefore, here in this verse, I'll just summarize the highlight of this prayer of Prahlad Maharaj. In fact, this is a very beautiful prayer to pray in front of the Lord also to say, My dear Lord, always keep me in the association of devotees because it is the association of devotees that will protect us. It is it, the mercy of the Lord always flows to us through the association of His Parshad. So we have to pray for His association. When we know, Prabhupada also, always says, Keep me away from Maya, keep me always under your shelter. Away from Maya and always under your shelter means always in the association of the devotees. And Prabhupada has created this glorious organization called Hare Krishna Melbourne or Iskon Sanstha all around the world, all around the world, which helps us to always be in the association of devotees. Um, so with this, I will just um, pray that Prahlad Maharaj's prayers be synced, sunk in my heart, in all our hearts, so that we always aspire to be in the association of devotees and we also aspire to be open-hearted, to accept these association, to take association. Again, we all also know we can take association in two ways, Vani and Vapu. And it says Vani association is even better. What is Vani association? Vani does not only mean hearing. Vani actually means applying, applying what you have heard, then that is of some use because I might hear if I am hearing and if that hearing is only increasing my ego, then that hearing is of not done any job. So I have to hear it with an open heart. It should go to the hrit and karana, from karana to hrit. So I have to apply that hearing, apply those instructions when I hear. Then that Vapu, that is actual Vani association. So with this, uh, I thank you very much for helping me to understand Srimad Bhagavatam. 
Um, are there any questions, corrections, or realizations? If someone would like to share, then we have a few minutes. Yes, Shavya. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhu, you mentioned how Prahlad Maharaj at a young age is giving us so many valuable instructions for us to apply. Um, but we also see, I, I was thinking that we see Prahlad Maharaj is a Mahajan mm. and he heard the Srimad Bhagavatam in the womb, whereas Parikshan Maharaj, he saw the Lord personally in the womb. And he was protected by Lord Krishna when Ashwatthama released the Brahmastra. Hmm. So Prabhuji, why isn't Parikshan Maharaj considered as a Mahajan, whereas Prahlad Maharaj is considered as a Mahajan? <coughs> you have to ask Vyasadeva. <laughs> you have to ask Vyasadeva. <laughs> Mahajana Yenagatasapantha. See, twelve is just a list. It doesn't mean there are only twelve. Mahajana ena gatahsa panthaha. Srila Prabhupada is a Mahajan, is it not? He's not listed in Bhagavatam, we might say. Yes? So Parikshit Maharaj is also a Mahajan. Is Shukadeva Goswami a Mahajan? Is he one of the Mahajans listed? He's listed as one of the Mahajans? No. But yet he is a Mahajan, is it not? So that, that list of twelve is just a small list. I think this question was asked, uh, I remember hearing it from a lecture. It is just a small list, it is just a abridged version of the actual Mahajan's list. So, there are many Mahajans, this is just a small list that has been listed. It doesn't mean Sukadeva Goswami was not a Mahajan, Parikshit Maharaj also was a Mahajan. Therefore, the Lord arranged such a glorious passing away of uh, Parikshit Maharaj. So, therefore, he was a Mahajan. Does that answer your question? Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for being so inspirational and coming to Bhagavatam every day. Thank you, Prabhu. <clears throat> Thank you, Prabhu, for so nice class. Um, reflecting on the pastime of Dhruva Maharaj, um, Lord Vishnu appeared and he touched his forehead with the conch cell mm -hmm. and then he got that uh, intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, now, now, reflecting on that pastime, I'm just wondering from where this um, Prahlad Maharaj got such a profound intelligence, like a very, very uh, wonderful, very, very mature um, question and approach he's taking. He has mm. got such a wonderful intelligence. Mm. So from where did he get? Because Prahlad was just a five years old mm. boy. But that we saw in the last chapter, if you see, the last chapter was, uh, not last chapter, was it the last chapter? Prahlad Maharaj, what, chapter number seven, what Prahlada learned in the womb? Mm -hmm. So he's learned in the womb because of potency of Narada Muni, association again. Narada Muni's association and what Prahlad Maharaj's mother was under the shelter of the Guru. Yeah, okay, so therefore that instructions could sink into Prahlad Maharaj. So therefore, lot of lessons to take for, for us that if somebody ha is having a shishu in the, uh, in the womb, how to instruct the child in the womb, we have to learn from this chapter. A thesis study has to be done. How to be in the association of a learned Vaishnava, so that the child who is born can become like that. But that doesn't negate us, because we are also sitting inside the womb of Srila Prabhupada's temple. So we are also hearing the instructions from Prabhupada. Um, so we are, in one sense, not given any less opportunity than what Prahlad Maharaj has been subjected to. Uh, but what stops us from getting that intelligence as Prahlad Maharaj, it is because of our anarthas, that anartha gets blocked. 
So therefore we can pray to Prabhupada and to the to the Acharyas to please help us to get rid of these anarthas, to, to be able to take association of devotees, uh, to be able to get out of all duplicities that trouble our hearts when we actually are in the association of devotees. Then probably, because we are also exposed to the same teachings, we are going to Bhagavatam classes every day. Prahlad Maharaj was in the Asuras Association. He was not given Bhagavatam classes actually. We are in better place than Prahlad Maharaj if you really see like that. He was only instructed for nine months. But we are been associating with Prabhupada for how many decades now. So in fact, the opportunity that we have been given is far better. And yet there is some problem. So the problem is not with the, what has been given, but the problem is what we are not taking. So, if we focus on that particular aspect, I think we are far better placed than Prahlad Maharaj. Actually, I feel like that. Does yeah, it make thank, sense? But thank also, you. before the prayers, Narsingadev again touches Prahlad Maharaj, if you see in this. Then Prahlad Maharaj starts speaking. So, that is my understanding, Prabhu. Yeah. Jai. Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Hi, Shamraj. I just wanted to confirm um, in, the, in that word to word meaning the word Upanaya. It means kindly take two, but then um, so I, we normally say Upanaya ceremony, so then is it the same word, two yes. meanings or? Yes, it is the same meaning. Ah. Upanayana means the spiritual master comes and takes you closer to Krishna. He takes you away from your material attachments. In the olden days, the Guru used to come, take the boy away from the parents into the Gurukul and his Vedic studies will start. So he takes, takes the boy away from the mother and gives him the mother of Gayatri and then he can associate the, with the Lord through the Gayatri, like that. Mm. So Upanaya means to, Nayanam means to be closer to, closer to the sight of the Lord. That's what Upanayanam means. Thank you, Prabhuji. But it is also done through that ceremony called Upanayanam. But the literal meaning is this. Thank you, Hagri. So we'll stop here. Grantraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindh ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande, Hari 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 H